All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. in my office and I heard a rocket. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not DJ Nubis with your Metal Town Radio, the podcast, new episode of Hordes of Chaos. Opening up with some uh, holiday in Cambodia, Laz Rocket doing some dead Kennedys there. Alright, so um, last Saturday I uh, had a chance to go down in D.C., which I hate doing a lot of times because I hate driving down there. It's a pain in the fucking ass. But anyway, uh good friend of mine, Blake Harrison, who part of the Pig Destroyer also has his own project, Zealot Rip, or I-I-R-I-P. Uh, they were uh, playing a show there with Neolithic and Loud Boys at a place called Hades, and uh, it was a beer release party. They had a beer uh, being made up for Zealot R.I.P., which is pretty cool, from Champion Brewing Company, called the Extinction of Brew. It's a lager. It was pretty fucking good. Uh, I had a good time down there. It's kind of a small like restaurant but then they have space for bands and it was kind of wax i think i don't think uh the style of music is what they're used to there so uh pretty wild though a lot of good time packed house uh great showing for these big guys and the bands and everything so had a really good time there beer is really good probably should have bought like a case of that shit because i don't know how much is left but apparently you may or may not be able to buy some via the web or whatever. I'm not sure how it all works with that, but uh, pretty good time overall. I had a great time. So, got a lot of stuff to get to today. Um, some movie news, of course, as well as some music. Uh, got some brand new stuff from Persecutor, um, Abigail Williams' Death Trip, Hanging Garden, stuff like that in here. We're going to kick out this first block, though, with some Zealot R.I.P. as I spoke, and Neolithic in this in this block here. I don't have any loud voice, so I apologize. Otherwise, I'd play them, because they're very cool. Cool punk band. Uh, so if you haven't seen them or get a chance to check them out, be sure to do that. Here's Worship the Sate, Worship the Serpent, excuse me, Zealot R.I.P.
is Isaac Goldsmith. Alright, DJ News back with you. Some uh, symbol of Orion there with Venture. Got some um, Godzilla news. Shocker there, right? Uh, so, as you well know, probably right now, Godzilla versus Kong is coming out soon. However, initially the release date was for March of 2020. And from recent articles, it's been said that now it's being pushed to November 2020. Don't exactly know why yet. The uh, You know, you got everything from people saying that it, the script is a mess right now. They don't really have a direction or they haven't thought out exactly everything they want. Or maybe they're changing it up from what they originally had uh, planned as far as like who wins, whatever. I don't know. Obviously, from my take, I'm a bigger Godzilla fan than I am King Kong, but I'd rather have both animals, like, tussle and then fight something something else that's a greater uh, threat to the world than those two, but it, it could turn out to be anything, but nevertheless, uh, it's going to be pushed back till 2020, and I don't know if it's some of it's had to do with Concerned over whether or not it can do well financially. I mean, they keep saying that Toho doesn't really care really so much. I mean, obviously they like Legendary to be successful at what they're doing, which they have to a degree. Uh, King of the Monsters didn't quite do as well as everyone had hoped, but you know, I, I the funny thing is I don't know how Kong versus Godzilla is going to actually do better than King of the Monsters, just in the sense that. Mm-hmm. King Ghidorah has always been Godzilla's biggest nemesis and foe, so and Ghidorah is far more powerful than King Kong is, so I don't even know how you're going to make it worthwhile for the fan base to have, like if Kong beats Godzilla, then it doesn't really make any sense, really, logistically, when you think about it. Uh, and that's not necessarily mean that I want Kong dead, but like, both are... Earth Defenders, so I would think that perhaps in my envisioning, my vision, uh, Kong and Godzilla actually have to end up fighting humanity because humanity is trying to get rid of both. Who knows? Uh, I really don't know the all-out plan for this, so it's going to be interesting. But the fact that it got pushed back kind of tells me that they got some problems there that they haven't quite figured out, so we'll see how that goes. Next block, I'm going to kick it off some brand new stuff by Persecutor, old school thrash metal. That's actually the title.
Still trying to get over this fucking cold, so if I sound like all sort of, sort of out of work, that's why. I just sound like shit. I know it. Ah, so that was some power trip there, waiting around to die. And coming up yet, got some stuff from Devos. Uh, pretty good stuff in the rock block, some interesting stuff as well. Some new Abigail Williams, as I said earlier. Venersy and Karen Christ's Gospel of the Witches a little later on. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about a documentary that's coming out in two, 2020. Um, I think there's a possible movie, too. I can't remember, but... I may have to think of something else, but... Uh, a documentary about the late uh, Blind Melon singer, Shannon Hoon. Um, personally, when it came to Blind Melon, like I only really liked two songs off that record, and one of them, of course, was their hit, No Rain. I didn't really find anything else outside of that that I enjoyed from that band, but... For some reason, Shannon like resonated a lot with the grunge alternative movement during the 90s, and of course, his death was uh, untimely. He was pretty young, so um, they're making a documentary about that, so it'd be kind of interesting. I'll still check it out. I mean, that's about the only kind of movie news there that I got with that. Uh, the movie that I thought maybe I might be thinking of, actually... Uh, Chris Cornell, I think uh, Brad Pitt might be doing that role. I've heard rumors of that anyway, so that would be interesting too. Next block that I got for you, brand new stuff from Bolzer, Devos, and Naga. Bolzer, a shepherd in wolven skin. Oh, man. 
DJ Nealer is back with you. Metal Time Radio Podcast. The Hordes of Chaos. Getting ready for our rock block here. And I've got a few different things to throw at you. Uh, some new stuff, definitely. Um, Going to kick it off, though, with the unique duo out of uh, London, UK. Um, it's not necessarily rock specifically, but it's got like a it's got like a weird vibe. Like It's got a cross between Dead Kid Dance, Gary Newman, a little bit of pop. Uh, even a little bit of uh, drone ambient sort of, but not a lot of that, but like it's just very unique. I liked it, and it has a very cool feel. It reminds me a lot of both of Gary Newman and uh, Chelsea Wolfe, so that's the reason why I'm including them in here, because it's got that kind of vibe, <clears throat> at least with this particular song. So the duo is called Lukla, and like I said, they're out of the UK, um, formed in 2017, Apparently the name means uh, it's a reference to people who look at a, for a success story in Hollywood, so it's like a pun of look at L.A. So I'm not sure why they went with that particular name, but that's how it's based off and whatnot. So they just released uh, the album She this month. Uh, it's actually S backslash H backslash E. Uh, Chloe Ann, the, the vocalist, has got a great voice, beautiful, uh, works well very haunting um and that's part of the reason why i chose this particular track it's called out of greed it's one of their most recent ones they released so check it out you might dig it uh and we're gonna get started with our rock block so here we go luke la out of greed
this is Pamenos from After Dusk and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio.
Fresh Metal Band Pop Your Face from Russia and you are listening to Metal Tavern Radio. Hi, Giardini D. Chernobyl closing out the rock block for this episode. That was a song called Duel. So I want to get to a couple things regarding DC and Marvel. Uh, as we all know, with Disney Plus kicking off last week or the week before. can't remember how long it's been already, but obviously uh, Marvel is like expanding constantly with Disney Plus. They're going to have a bunch of their own series and whatnot. I know I'm waiting for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier to get together and do their thing, which is going to be really cool. Winter Soldier is like one of my fucking favorite characters. So, But uh, a little funny thing happened uh, apparently recently on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon was Tom Hiddleston uh, was on the show <clears throat> and of course he played Loki in the Thor movies in Marvel Universe and so apparently when Hiddleston went to audition for, you know, the original Thor movie, uh, he didn't really have a particular character in mind. He actually auditioned as Thor. So <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, like, found, like, a clip that he was given from Marvel of uh, Hiddleston's uh, audition for Thor, and it was quite comical, really. Uh, and Hiddleston was a little bit embarrassed, but, you know, he... he played along he's like you know they got the right guy for that character but to be honest uh hilston is totally low-key like i totally get it like he's he's like one of my favorite characters in the marvel universe as well so <coughs> the fact that he plays a, a villain of sorts uh doesn't really bother me he's just really good at that character he did a nice job with it <coughs> the other news is for dc and that's uh suicide squad 2 which is supposed to be coming out in 2021 actually this is a long way away yet but uh apparently uh dc is kind of learning from their mistakes from the first movie even though the first movie made bank i mean it's hard not to when people are expecting something really good and then like they get there and it's not quite living up to possibility but the money's already been given so same thing with batman and superman the reviews weren't as glowing but the money, the movie still made a lot of bank. But either way, uh, they're saying that Suicide Squad 2 might end up going to an R rating, which would be good because that's sort of what they had originally initially in mind with the first one. Uh, then they started overthinking shit and they fucked it up and, of course, everything went to pieces from there. But they're also saying in general for future DC movies that they might go in the direction of uh, R ratings like Deadpool and Logan because, I don't know, maybe they just feel like at this point, the content and the scripts are a little bit more to work with when they're not being designed for kiddies, really. And I know that those who are big comic book fans, that can be a little bit disconcerting because our ratings means that you don't get a lot of the younger kids in there. But really, at some point, you know, if you, even if your kid goes with an adult, you know, you probably can handle it. It's not a big deal. Uh, you're not going to find, like, a lot of gore or something crazy, like, nudity or anything like that. And it's just because they're saying F-bombs or whatever. So nothing uh, major in that regard. Um, 
either way, <clears throat> for me, for DC, it really just depends on how strong their scripts are in general. Like, Deadpool and Logan are really the outliers. Uh, Wonder Woman did okay. But, uh, you know, Suicide Squad. They got Birds of Prey coming out, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, they got a long way to go before they catch up with Marvel in the long run, like just in terms of success. So we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> Next block that I got for you. It's a little black metal in there. Mm -hmm. Abigail Williams, The Death Trip, brand new stuff from both those bands as well as some Dragon Lord. Here's some Abigail Williams with Ever So Bold.
Hey everybody, this is Emmanuel from Cavalor and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. Well, that was interesting. Just saw uh, a little gif of uh, posted by David Barker with a couple of cats that started fighting each other. And all of a sudden, these three dogs came in and started pulling the cats away from each other so they would stop. So they would stop fighting. Pretty wild. Animals are very unique in that way. Like, you know, you would think like the worst of enemies would just like like you figure the dogs would just start tearing into the cats, but they were just like, nope, just get it, separate guys, go your own way. You go over there, you go over there. It's pretty crazy. Anyhow, uh, last bit of uh, music or not music, but uh, movie news for you. Uh, Saw an article, and I've heard this before about the latest Terminator movie, Dark Fate, and some of the problems with it, and, you know, it wasn't really uh, connecting with long-term Terminator fans, even though the movie itself is supposed to take place after Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, it hasn't really resonated that well with the fans, and, you know, I haven't really dived into it. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't even know, but... I read an article not too long ago, Edward Furlong, like, was disappointed about the controversial scene with one of his character, uh, John Connor, from the second film, and I guess, like, they kind of do something with his character early in the film for Dark Fate, and it doesn't sit well. Like, I know a lot of people have complained about that particular scene as well, so, kind of strange that, at this point, maybe, um, Hollywood is pushing a lot of these sequels too far. I don't know exactly how well The Last Rambo did. I have yet to see that one myself. I did like the one from 2008, uh, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, but I've heard that the latest one kind of just, you know, it's good, but they should have just left it alone. Like, you're getting it to a point now with Hollywood that they want to keep dragging these series out. And I think they're working on another uh, um, Rocky as well. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I don't know. Just maybe there's time to call it a day with some of that stuff. <clears throat> if you can't really come up with like a better plan or you're not thinking these things out better, maybe it's just better to leave them alone as is. Sometimes it's not worth it to keep dragging shit out. I know that <clears throat> Murray and uh, the other guy, I forget his name offhand, did, did Ghostbusters. You know, they're working on another Ghostbusters because the last one they did with all the girls didn't work out as well, so... Now they're going to try to go back and make their version of the next Ghostbuster. So I don't know. It could turn out to be total rubbish as well. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, back to the music. Uh, I got a little bit of doom and death in here. So this is a band called Fairy Ring. It's called The Ring.
here's Patrick from the Canadian Press Metal Band, Reanimator, and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. I have a
Brand new stuff by Karen Chrysler's Gospel of the Witches, Room of the World, right there. Brand new stuff. Brought to you by DJ Nubis and the Hordes of Chaos here at Middletown Radio Podcast. It's about going to do it for us in this episode. I appreciate all those that have tuned in and checked it out. Um, hopefully you got to find some new stuff in there you hadn't heard before. That's always my goal is to try to introduce people to new bands, new sounds, and of course some classics as well as I throw in there. So hope you all enjoyed it. I do have one new track left for you, a band called Spoil Engine, Frostbite. All right, all. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your holiday. Peace the fuck out. Later.